0: computer i'm hitting record now i've had to, we've had this computer since a uh, few years a couple years
1: <clears throat>
0: you may want to uh check check the battery health see what the battery health is
1: but okay. you know not right
2: now
0: i'm, I'm uh, not doing do. it during the show Dan. yeah hey fred we're uh recording another humble and fred show are you uh you up for that you into that
3: yes <laughs> Sorry, I was clearing my throat. I'm having one of those mornings. I'm sorry. Yeah, we had a couple
0: of uh, throat-clearing episodes just a second or two ago. I thought you were going to puke. Yeah. Maybe uh, do a little, uh, you know, warming up. uh, What do you do? Legit question, Dan Duran. Because you're a professional. The other two here are just idiots. What do you do to warm up? Well, I used to do mouth exercises. I don't
2: do that very much anymore, but... uh, I sing scales when I feel that I need to warm up.
0: Give us know. a couple scales, would you there, Boo Boo?
2: Oh. Uh, now
0: am I feeling. Oh uh, you're uh, a great singer. That. You're a really great singer. What would you feel uh, other than pride in your beautiful voice? Yeah. Do you have a Jesus know. song you could sing for <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know my Redeemer lives. I, mean, I know my Redeemer lives
0: in each and of each one of our hearts.
2: <laughs> what do you do? What do you, Lisa? What do you do to warm up?
0: What, what, Fred, do you want to say oh. something? I see you want to. Oh, oh, was, do it do
3: it again. Again. No, it was a bit of a transition. I didn't think it was right. Oh, okay. It's about God, but. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, Lisa do that?
2: What's Lisa do? She does this. Do it mm. again, Lisa. They didn't hear it.
0: Can we? Oh yeah, I've done that before. You go... can we get Lisa on the show for crying out loud? Uh, she's not camera ready right now. Oh damn it! Oh,
3: I hope she said that, not you. What? She's
2: not camera ready.
3: Yeah, who? Isn't oh. that for her to decide? <laughs> well, she's in a house coat.
0: That would think think she's camera ready for this show. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should have a moment with Lisa every morning. A Lisa moment? Absolutely. For the Danikos? What uh, what God thing did you want to mention? Uh, well, we had
3: mentioned off the top, and I, I guess we were going to touch on it. It was a bad day for Donald Trump. Uh, you know, Mark Meadows, I think, uh, took uh, immunity, so he's going to blow the bag on Trump in a court of law. And Ella, Jenna Ellis down in Georgia. She delivered a little speech yesterday, and right at the beginning, as a Christian woman. No, I heard that. And then as she's about to unfold all the evil things that she did. I just love that. So it's like, you know, I'm a little bitch, and I shouldn't have done nothing. I shouldn't have done any of this. But just so you know, I am a Christian. I
0: am a Christian. Like, that's
3: a badge of honor.
0: Well, it is down there. And, and I heard that, and, and I can... You know what? I want to give her a little bit of a pass, and I'm going to tell you why. Because... You know, as she said in her statement, she was just going along with lawyers of much more experience. I'm not saying she was without, obviously, without a fault. And at the end, she made the statement, if I'd known then what I know now, I never would have had Donald Trump as a client. And I think she got swept up. I and mean, she's a young, mm-hmm. wo- younger woman and uh, felt that the evidence that she was being told was there. I just feel, I'm sorry. I know you don't because you have so cynical. No,
3: no, no. I'm just saying I heard critical analysis on that and she's sort of covering her ass by saying, you know, it wasn't me. I was listening to other people and what else is she going to do? I get it. You know, um, sure. It's defense. Unfortunately, in situations like that, sometimes it's uh, too little too late and you know, and what what's her, uh, Cassidy, what, what, what's her name, Cassidy? Cassidy uh, Hutchinson. Hutchinson, yeah. You know, they asked her about it, and she said, well, you know, I was sort of in the same position, you're, you're an adult, you make decisions along the way, and she went that way, and I went this way, so.
0: Yeah, okay, but no. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Okay, that's- no offense to Cassidy Hutchinson, yeah. she wasn't a lawyer, and this girl, this young woman, was a lawyer, and listening to other lawyers, so, I mean, it's a little different. But,
3: no, I know, but maybe as a lawyer, she would have the, you know, the brain capacity and the judgment tools to know that she was caught up in something.
0: 100% ba- bad bad move, lack of judgment, but again, you think about where the office th- th- think about the people that were telling her anyway listen she uh no, it, I know. it's all falling listen, apart i started
3: with the christian thing that's oh, what i wanted to talk
0: about the rest is mm, the redeemer
3: the has and, you know i kept hearing <laughs> yesterday that you know you know if i knew then what i know now it reminded me of Ooh, la la by the faces i love
0: that song i'm sorry i don't know that song you, you, oh I, yeah it, i'm your, yeah. ish The i know oh, yeah. now when love i was old song. what song is that? What's it called, Dan? It's
3: called Ooh La La. By the oh, faces. right. We
0: played that, Ooh La La. But
3: it's actually Ronnie Wood who sings it. It's not...
0: It's not Ron. It's not uh, <laughs> the other Rod face? Stewart. The other face. <laughs> Rod
3: Stewart, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. She starts off with, as a Christian woman.
2: No, I know. Shove that, lady. She may, she may have flipped a little bit because uh, they weren't paying her legal bills, and that was yeah. going to be a big
0: one. But le- listen, they're all flipping because they know... Let one... It, because there was they, And they knew there was never going to be 19 defendants in that case Meanwhile we should play some funny Trump clips today because it's It's the hilarious yeah. gift that keeps On giving
3: They're flipping because they're right up against it And they don't want to go to jail yeah. For any period of time whatsoever
0: And the thing that I
1: I laughed at all his words.
0: This is Ronnie Wood
1: I thought he was a a man He spoke all
3: it's a great song. The, and use you before you
0: even know the thing that I find still fascinating, not interesting, but fascinating, is as recent as yesterday, or the day before, Donald Trump is still out there, forwarding and saying all these things, of pro- I think the word is propagating, but all these things about the 2020 election. So there's this weird universe where he still tells these poor MAGA people that the election was stolen. This is Biden. And meanwhile, in a courtroom of law in the United States of America, they're all saying, well, no, we all we all we all knew it wasn't stolen Yeah, with mounds and mounds of evidence.
3: But, you know, all all his simpleton followers, they don't hear a lot of it because, you know, it's Fox and Newsmax. Like They weren't talking about Jenna Ellis last night on Fox. They weren't talking about Mark Meadows. It's like it didn't happen. Or if it is, it's like this acid out of their mouths. Like, oh, look at these, you know, look at these uh, losers going against, you know, the ex-president. Two things with Trump, though, that made me uh, chuckle. Number one. I read an article saying, you know, if anybody else like him compared themselves to Nelson Mandela, that would be huge <laughs> news. That, would, that be. would be something yeah. big. But he said that yesterday of the day before and just sort of it's just out there. You
4: know, how <laughs> no, outrageous right. that is. That's right. And
3: then and then last night he said flipping. All these people are flipping. They asked him about it. He said that should be illegal. It should be illegal to flip. The only reason you're you're flipping is you're trying to cover your own ass, and then you tell lies.
0: Yeah. It should be illegal. It should be illegal to flip. Yeah. The, uh, but you're right. You know, like it's now, and, and we've mentioned this a bunch of times, right? Down where it's the, the mountain of things that he said. Has just piled up. Now <laughs> he threw out, "I'm just like Nelson Mandela," forgetting the fact that Nelson Mandela went to prison for twenty six or seven years. <laughs> like, and and if that were any other politician, you're right, Freddie. If that was anyone else that came out, no. it would be just. It would be front page news. It would be the New York Times. It would be. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I we should start the show, Dan. Right.
2: Yeah, we should Yeah, because we talked about Starting it right off the top So
0: No, I know We want to get right into it I hear some Is uh, Lisa camera ready yet? No, Lisa's uh, not camera ready she, uh, she said she had to go What are you doing to that poor girl? What do you mean? Are you just Are so Are you just on such a pounding frenzy That you've You've worn her out <laughs> You've worn her out She can't come She can't come to the microphone Because she's like Ah, that's Dan's just overwhelming me
2: That's totally
0: true oh, I yes, love that you for you recognizing that and, uh. Can you imagine just day after day Of having that horny Dan Duran after you Oh Jesus Brutal Christ. Brutal Leave it alone Dan Just leave it alone Seems okay so oh, that's far. the end of the show Sorry, here we go Oh, yeah when that, when episode, that, wait, that'd be right. funny but when that's all the show we have <laughs> that's it we should done. do that <laughs> one day we should just end the show and put that eight minute up, eight minute out as a podcast people are like what what
2: yeah. well you coming off the you're not here or on vacation you just do a little eight minute show then we do like little april fools everybody here comes dan Durant. This episode of Humble and Fred is being broadcast to the world from our state-of-the-art Humble and Fred studios in Toronto, from our well-equipped Brampton facility with a winterized pool, and from Lisa's dining room table where she is not camera-ready in Peterborough, and is brought to you by The Retirement Sherpa, The Chambers Plan, Four-On-One, EVNet.ca, and Palma Pasta, along with the two returning great sponsors, Bodog and Kelsey. Now, here are two men who are in a good mood as long as the weather is warm where they are. So please welcome the not yet ornery Humble and Fred.
0: Interesting, you say that, Dan Duran. Uh, Because uh, I went out with Stan today I was going to ask either of you if you've ventured out of your homes yet Because there is a warm summer breeze it's, It's the strangest thing because it's been getting warmer the last couple of days But an hour and a half ago when Stan and I went out for a dog dump I was like, it was almost shocking how warm the breeze was currently
2: in Peterborough at this time of the morning, which is 743. It's 17 degrees here.
0: Holy cow. Yeah, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dog. Hey, dog, it's uh, 15 here. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Yeah, dog. Uh, It's 15 here in Toronto, where I am.
3: Uh, Yeah, yesterday I went out and I cut the lawn and I fertilized and what have you, and I put a hoodie on, thinking, you know, late October and not even halfway through I had to shed it I had to take it off And I just was sweating up a storm Doing yard work yesterday It was quite pleasant and Well, the sun was shining
0: It was, you'll find this hard to believe But I was on a golf course yesterday And uh, we started at around 11 By 11.30, by 11, 12 Everyone was in back to like shirt sleeves For the first time in a couple of weeks But you know what's happening I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this phenomenon mm-hmm. uh, The influx of ladybugs like I was, all of us yesterday, and this, we are playing golf near the escarpment, so mm-hmm. a little north and west of you, Friedrich, and uh, right. just covered. They're flying all around us. Some of them apparently bite. I did not get bitten. But right. Dan, did you, under, did you know this? I didn't know this. that All ladybugs are not the same. Some of them bite. Some of them don't. Yes, I know also because uh,
2: uh, on that farm that I lived on, uh, just outside of Peterborough, mm-hmm. they're uh, they're in the fall this time of year. They they gather to uh, I don't know get out of the to party. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, they gathered to party. I, I can't tell you the number of planks and things I I turned over in winter and saw like a thousand of them on the bottom of a plank because it was in a warmer area. So, they're Asian. A lot of them are Asian beetles. Hey, that's right. Not ladybugs. You're Asian. Come on. No, really, that's and they so brought racist. them. They brought them in because they were supposed to eat aphids. I think. Okay, and and they were supposed to die off uh, in the winter because it was too cold.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Dan's not, always they, so quick to blame the Asians. I mean, that's that's what I bad. said. I just it seems very racist yeah. too.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. oh,
0: the Asian ladybugs, huh, Dan? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, Jill, you know, you know Dan
3: what? won't buy anything made in China. <laughs> he won't. <laughs>
0: Um, no, Dan. Thank you for that information.
2: Yeah. Okay, can I'd we just also like to point out why you're enjoying your uh, plus 17 degrees in Calgary right now. It's minus 14, and they uh, in southern Alberta in that area. You probably knew that they were having some. They had snowfall warnings, and uh, yesterday, for example, in Calgary, they had 5.2 centimeters. Wow, of snow.
0: Daniel, isn't that yeah. interesting? Because. A couple of days, a couple days ago, I was talking to one of my brothers sent me a note. I think it might have been Steven in Edmonton, Edmonton Steve, saying these are the last couple of days of golf. And the weather there, this might have been on the weekend, is like the weather we're going to get. We've gotten this week in the 20s. And to your point about the first snowfall, the actual, the actual first snowfall. I'm just trying to find the story here in Canada. Canada's first snowfall. Of the season occurred. Uh, So this would have been Monday across southeastern B.C. Uh, Advising drivers in some mountain passes to prepare for five to ten centimeters of snow on the Trans-Canada. So that must have been heading from west to east and then gotten to Calgary.
3: Well, a statement on the weather and how it is in Canada, especially western Canada, the NHL's first outdoor game. I think it's this weekend, Edmonton and Calgary in Edmonton. So they're quite confident that, that they they could schedule an outdoor game in late October in Western Canada. and oh, not for worry sure, about the ice and not worry about the ice.
0: Yeah, in Edmonton again, just a few days ago, it was mm-hmm. it was like this, um, and I guess this is going to be the last week. Is looking ahead again. I know people love oh, Humble and Fred doing the forecast, <laughs> but uh, the next uh, when does it start to get cold here, Daniel? Saturday. 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 Yeah. Saturdays, 13, and then next week in the sixes, but (laughs) I'm not
2: going to be here here for that. When do you fly out to uh, wherever you're going? Where are you going? Cancun?
0: Well, I fly to Cancun, but that's not where I'm going. I'm going to uh, Puerta Aventuras, which is an hour south of Cancun. I fly out. I'll be there by this time next week. I fly out next Tuesday.
3: You should be careful mentioning where you're going. Mm. You'll be dealing with the paparazzi the whole time. Mm. I
0: know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, I know I know it's, a, it's hell I can't stand it You know
3: Especially the way You like the nude sunbathe Ooh, You know what great. I'm saying The click click click
0: mm. Jeez click. <laughs> That's right With their uh, They have to use those Lenses to make things Look bigger <laughs> Zoom in uh, Yeah man So uh, You know what it, it feels weird Because the weather's so nice here It's almost like Oh this Maybe this shouldn't Have gone away Because the weather's nice But then of course Next week Next Tuesday Will be six degrees Here and The big city. And 29 in Cancun. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, A couple of little quick Trumpy things I've said. This is one of my favorites. Uh, There's a big story that came out uh, five days ago. Trump promises massive information and 100% evidence. This is the headline. Unrigged election. So... (laughs) So remember when we just talked about Jenna Ellis, Mark Meadows, Sidney Powell, this other guy, they're all going to turn and say we all knew. And so did this douche all knew the election wasn't stolen. And in this other universe that he occupies, he's still pushing that forward. So here was going to be my question, gentlemen. Do you guys anticipate? Will there ever be? Could we hope for, pray to baby Jesus, that these two worlds will one day intersect? And I'm being quite serious when I say that. Fred or Dan, either one answer first. Do you think there's a possibility, a world where the MAGA people could get some kind of information, something would happen where they would go, oh, so it wasn't stolen? Give it some thought.
3: No, but uh, to me, uh, if it hasn't happened now, why would it happen? They, uh, n- number one, they don't care to absorb that information. It doesn't suit their narrative, so they're not interested in it. Number two, where they go to get their information, they don't talk about it. Um and again, you know, you get back to all those MAGA rallies and everything, and I and I know the people that do the interviews to uh, uh, that expose all these people as dunderheads. They go after the obvious-looking dunderheads, but generally, that is the crowd you're dealing with. A whole different type of person, you know. I I, I agree, but I'm, a moderates, I'm moderates know now, but. That's not who we're hearing from.
0: But use your imagination, Dan, for a second. Could you ever see, a th- like, as there was a one of the things Jenna Ellis had to do yesterday, this is what made me think of it. And, and so did Sidney Powell. And maybe, you know, Mark Meadows' deal is a little bit different because he's gotten immunity. So he, however that works, I'm not 100% sure, but he's going to be able to testify. But Dan, I was sort of imagining. Because of that Having to write an apology You think if Trump Had to write an apology At some point You think they would be swayed
2: there's no explosion of anything of absolute logic or whatever that can change people's minds because it's based on an emotional response that they have bought into. Like, think about anything that you have ever changed your mind on. It probably has never been a lightning bolt change, like, you know, some sort of opinion about, you know, politics or just, you know, your uh, uh, whatever is going on in society. Yeah, it happens slowly. It always happens very slowly. So the only thing that would maybe over time it can it can change, but I doubt it. I don't think there's yeah. anything that now that it's like a disease. It's like it it just, it it's a cancer. It can't. It just cannot be getting rid of it at this point.
3: You know the MAGA movement. It's fueled by hate. So you're that's your starting point. It's intolerance. It's hate. It's Fox News. It's Newsmax talking to all you know all these angry citizens or seniors just you know feeding the fire all the time so it's not like just a rational start where oh let me look at the facts you know they hate brown people they hate um immigration you know they hate so-called socialism even though half of them need it um i mean that's your starting point Mm -hmm. there's like a blind devotion for him and a blind hatred for who they think is going to go away if this great messiah becomes president again. It's just weird.
0: No, I agree. I was just looking, looking here. It says, no matter to Trump, the, uh, this is part of the article, the facts matter less than the allegations. The burden the burden of proof doesn't matter to Trump or his MAGA followers. Did you guys see that this, this is one of his true social posts that – it's got you want to talk about subtly, you know, hating on brown people and black mm. people. I don't know if you saw this, Dan. Uh, Trump wrote, does anyone notice that the election rigging Biden administration never goes after the riggers? <laughs> mm. <laughs> but not only, but only after those that want to catch and expose the rigging dogs. You know, it's, you know say what you want, but mm. the riggers... <laughs> That's a pretty, it's pretty Mm -hmm. close, right?
3: You know, and the whole brown people thing, when I say that, I mean like Venezuelans and Mexicans and all those people. And then what they often do, and I, I know they like to do this on Fox and what I've seen of Newsmax, if there's a black person that happens to like Trump, oh, man, do they give them the a <laughs> speech. No, I know oh, they Oh, it's, like, unbelievable. And they're being ripped in. Like, that Candace Owen, oh, that young black woman no, who's the conservative, they don't realize how they're being sucked in because she's making millions off being a black person who likes Trump. You know what I mean? It's good business for her. I bet you if you... You know, one of those things where you can have a real, honest conversation with her. She doesn't care about Trump, Donald Trump. She doesn't like Donald Trump. It's just good business. Look what she's getting. She, you know what I mean. She's getting followers on a website. She's being um, asked speaking on all these and shows. all this. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and and, yeah. and you know, I think Dan makes a really good point here hmm. that in in and in, in and it's true what you say, Daniel, about most people who have a, a change of heart, a change of point of view can come around it it, it took a lot of people uh, a long time dan after the first trump administration to kind of go okay i've had enough and it but it i mean it may not it may have been one final straw but it took years of nonsense even in this article with the riggers uh they follow up saying a a former attorney general bill barr was asked thursday this is last week Mm -hmm. called the claims bullshit so it doesn't matter because whoever's in Trump's universe, it doesn't agree with Trump. The MAGA people just think they're rhinos or conspiracy nuts or riggers. Here are some twisted happenings, too.
3: Like, if you can follow me here. So Trump starts his presidency by being anti-Muslim. Remember, cutting yeah, the Muslim off. ban, yeah. cutting them out. And then and then. That whole right-wing thing again i keep mentioning fox news but that whole movement is saying claiming that muslims you know democrats were muslim sympathizers and that's evil okay so now here we are today hamas israeli war apparently a lot of muslims are upset with joe biden the administration they think he's too much of a sympathizer for the israelis so american muslims are now turning apparently on biden those muslims supported him in the last election and now fox and newsmax and all these far right are now encouraging muslims all of a sudden muslims are their buddies <laughs> yeah look what they're doing to you look what look what these democrats are doing to you exactly what they did historically like since trump became president it's too much to it's too much to uh, it's a lot to take in. And it is what's going on right now it's like wow like if you'd have watched a bit of fox news last night you'd swear they were pro-palestinian pro-muslim because they see an opening there now oh if we can get muslims to vote against uh biden we might have a chance here
0: yeah you know i i yeah, i mean the fact that fox loves the muzzies is pretty funny uh I know. continuing on with some uh, fun trump stuff dan uh here's the former president he was taking questions after he was in the New Hampshire primary, something or other, on Monday. This is only a couple of days ago. And uh, it's hard to keep track because Trump's being indicted. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's got the, the New York one. He's got the federal one. He's got the Georgia one. And I'm missing one, I'm sure. It's a lot to keep in, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of balls in the air. But Trump says he's, not, he's never been indicted. What? <laughs> yeah, listen to this. It's now loading here. I'm Hang on a second, Daniel. See, I thought I had it all. Here we go. Thank Come you. on. Well, to your
2: to your point about keeping track of what's going on, it's almost like you need some of these sports uh, mm-hmm. desks, uh, the sport desk experts to uh, to sort of do a sports show, mm-hmm. so you can kind of get an
0: idea of what's going on and play things in slow mo. And uh, so, here so we you go. Said your you so, uh, a reporter's asking me about Sidney Powell uh, testifying or uh, making a deal. That you won't be
4: covered by client list. No, not at all
2: wrong we did nothing this is all biden
0: yeah. so we did nothing wrong this is all biden
2: indictments and impeachments and this is all about biden you can't do anything right the only thing they know how to do is cheat.
0: by the way for the record he was impeached twice uh, before biden was president
2: in elections and election fraud uh, this is all biden stuff all of these indictments that you see i was never indicted practically never heard the word it wasn't a word that
0: registered so he basically saying, I'm never not indicted. This is not a word that registered. Meanwhile, forget these indictments. He's been in court his entire adult life. But that, and he knows during this press conference two days ago, he, he knows all of this is a lie. He knows that there's no election fraud. So how do you how do you get up every day and do that?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's You know, that's. It's great strategy because he knows you just throw everything out there and it it becomes what we've just been talking about. There is so much it gets to the point where none of it means anything. We're just so numb to it all. And I mean, that's that's his strategy. And on many levels, it's working. Yeah. You know, even the the rape thing of itself, that would would have destroyed any other politician. <laughs> not, not only forget running for president. They If you were a congressman, you would have lost that job and on and on and on. Look what Al Franken lost his job for.
0: He was shamed to leave his job Just Just from, because a, he from was a funny d- photo. Motion
3: like he was going to grab a girl's boobs, yeah. a, pic- a, a picture and how that ruined his political career. Now, here is a guy convicted of rape. Yes, convicted of rape and uh he lives how? like how
0: dan i think it'd be a funny board That's why i was laughing not at not rape there's nothing funny about that but there it would be a fun board game to just have all these things where you like you know the game would be called trump politics and any you have all these chips and one is i just i you compare yourself to nelson mandela and you convicted rape and all the, if you if you match up 3 you have to leave on, on anybody you think pick anything keys done and put two of them together and you'd be out of politics (laughs) fuck anyway
3: ask yourself what what trump would do
0: (laughs) that's right what would trump do wwt do
3: and you know what's going on in congress now with the speaker and everything oh it's hilarious i'm reading a report the other day that a lot of those congressmen that are still backing trump on some level they literally fear for their physical health their physical well-being, that of them and their families, they're afraid to even go there because of all the threats that that have been made against others. Hmm. And this is why I don't think I don't think he's ever going to jail because I think the big issue at the end of the day in all of this is going to be witness or um, jury tampering. I really believe there's going to be at least one person on those juries that's going to be scared to death to say guilty, and it's only going to take one. And believe me, this guy is—he's rotten to the core. They'll get to those jurors.
0: Mark you, bet your ass. Mark your ass, bet. Mark your ass. Mark my <laughs> mark words. Mark your, bet your words. ass. Put your words on your ass and mark them with a big so that, check mark.
3: So that's where we are with the United States. We, they should be proud. This is what it's come down yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Threats.
0: Hey, uh, Daniel, will you be able to uh, return for uh, Dan Duran News today? People uh, clamoring for information?
2: Yes, I will be uh, doing the, uh, the duty that I feel uh, most uh, strongly about, bringing the, the, uh, the news to the
0: masses. If we have time today, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. I've got a couple of airline stories. Maybe I'll send you one of them. There's one about, do you, you guys hear about the one that the, the pilot tried to kill everyone on the plane? He wasn't feeling just right Well, He was a a backup pilot Dan let's do that story tomorrow that'll be fun Mm -hmm.
3: Okay I I also I thought maybe Dan should be part of it I have this story about a uh, Doctor in California who wants New gender neutral terms For genitals And uh, I thought we could talk uh, About that
0: because of course If any kind of genital reporting we need Dan Duran on the scene Well this
3: is it
0: (laughs) He's the genital He is the genital expert, you know. Yes. (laughs) uh, Just given uh, his history and his background. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do that now? I mean, Mark Saltzman's coming up, by the way, everybody, in about 15 minutes, maybe less. Uh, We do have a little business to take care of, but I think we have a couple more minutes before we need to transition.
3: Oh, okay. Before, okay. Uh, A doctor in California proposes uh, gender-neutral terminology for body parts. During a presentation at the American Academy of uh, Pediatrics, actually, Dr. Alana uh, Shearer proposed these terms for the vagina, an innie, or a front hole. This one I don't get. A T penis. What would that be? A T
0: penis. I'm um, as for for a young for a female part a T penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man.
3: Yeah, so any frontal uh, for the clitoris, <laughs> a dick or a dick
0: Dicklet, dick okay.
3: Yes, because I've I've you know uh, I don't know if uh, you know in health class or whatever you know um, the. Clitoris was described as like a tiny penis that mm. can be stimulated the same way a penis is. So they came up with dick or dicklet. I
0: do find, if you're watching us on Facebook, I just find the motion you're making with your pen a bit off-putting. <laughs> so, just like, uh, you know. <laughs> I anyone else noticed that. Breasts. 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 What are breasts? Chest.
3: Or chesticles. And this is serious, apparently. So, and why, I don't know. So what's the difference between, um, you know, breasts or chesticles? I, I, like, I, is, like this make, is, is this chesticles to me? Chesticles better than breasts. And,
0: and who's going to want to Is this so that young women and men feel more safe in, the, in speaking guess, about their body parts?
3: And <laughs> the penis, of course, the vagina would be an any. What would the penis be? An Audi. An Audi
0: that's belly button talk right there yeah see no, i agree I with Dennis it is belly button talk uh
3: or junk penis could be called junk which is uh, sort of a slang that's like urban dictionary stuff right junk yeah. a man's junk yeah. and i and again from a medical standpoint i don't know why that would be preferred over penis and then here's one that got me strapless <laughs> you call a guy's penis strapless and this well i get it you know because if Two females are having sex. It's a strap on, right? Mm. So, oh,
0: well, the this whole persona, thing. Can,
3: this can't be serious. No, the this whole thing.
0: Just, the whole so, thing seems like it's nonsense. And I think you. I, I think come from I the onioners. I think you've made no. this up. I think you are. No, nope. none of this nope. rings true to me.
3: It's called a strapless, yeah. or they also call bits. And then, of course, bits that would not apply to Dan Duran that might apply to you or no. Exactly. I, Howard,
0: bits, bits. Bitties. But no, listen,
3: listen this, is,
0: this is in the news. It's not. It's just some comedy bit. Howard. Friends. It's not. I will
3: friend. send you the article. I don't want this to. This happened at the, uh, yeah, in California.
0: Well, I can only tell you as a physician myself, uh, in my practice, I will never be speaking uh, those terms no, to my and, patients. And,
3: And the long and the short of it It's just If it is true on any level It's again So much of this stuff Like why Why Why
0: You know what I mean Why
3: You have a vagina You have a penis You know Mm. you want to change them? That's fine If you have a vagina And you want a penis Go get a penis You don't have to go go Get yourself a strapless Okay I have a vagina I want to go get a strapless Come on Go to the You know what Anyway
0: Go to the penis store You'll get it. Uh, all right. Well, Dan, thanks for hanging around for that. Dan Duran's right. news coming up. Mark Saltzman will be talking tech stuff. Always great catching up with our friend Mark Saltzman. But first, let's catch up with these people, Friedrich.
3: Uh, Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance Plan, Canada's number one group's benefits plan for small business. Yes, uh, small business can have... Um, Medical plans. Yeah, you can have what the big companies have, because the whole idea here is a lot of small companies get together, they uh, create the profile of a large company, and then through the chamber plan, they go out and buy insurances uh, to cover your small business, be two to a hundred employees. I mean, it's a great concept. It's a great idea. Over the past several years, they've held the line. On, um, on premiums, very important for small business in these uh, times of rising costs. So, again, investigate, go to chamberplan.ca, find out what coverages are available, what levels you can buy into, and appreciate how this can work for your small company. The Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance
0: Plan, chamberplan.ca. Hey, hockey fan, Zah. Grab your friends and take a trip down the block to Kelsey's to watch the game. Enjoy a 16th uh, cold 16 ounce Molson Canadian draft for only six fifty. What? Plus enter for your chance to win original six hockey tickets. All you have to do is visit the Roadhouse to watch a game. Get a ticket and enter to win. This contest is on for a limited time only. So, head over. Game night should not be a tame night, Frederick. Grab your buds and visit Kelsey's today, at the original Roadhouse. Visit kelsey's.ca for more details. No purchase necessary, taxes extra. Must be legal drinking age. By the way, did you know that Kelsey's has been winging it since 1978? Well, they have. That's why they want you to try their legendary chicken wings. Another thing thing I want to mention is Kelsey's loves the celebrating. If you're looking to host a holiday party, book on Kelsey's.ca and save 10% per guest. Also, if you book your party before November 15th, you could win a $500 gift card. More information is available at Kelsey's.ca and we'll have more information for you. In the next days to come, to give you lots of time to plan for the Humble and Fred's, the return of the legendary Humble and Fred Christmas Gift of Christmas, or whatever we used to call it, Gift of Christmas, and it'll be at a Kelsey's uh, around the 21st or 22nd of December, and you'll be able to come and say hi and have some Kelsey's food and hang out. It'll be just fantastic. Sure will. Yeah, it will. Sure will. Has uh, Mark not checked in yet? No, bro. We got about five minutes.
3: Okay. Uh, NBA season start. Well, it started last night, the NBA season. Tonight in Toronto, Minnesota Timberwolves and uh, our Toronto Raptors kicking off the season. A significant number in the NFL uh, or NBA this year, Howard. That number is 26. Do you know what that would represent? It's a record. <laughs> Uh, no, I do not. The number of Canadians now playing in the league keeps rising and rising. Uh, 26. You know, this reminds me of the old days of the NHL. Remember, it was sort of weird. Not weird. No, but and it was a novelty. Ex- yeah. It was an exception for an American. Just an American. Forget Russians. Yeah. For an American to play in the NHL. <laughs> and now here we are with Canada's uh, 26 players. And, you know, some of them are su- significant players, but... <sighs> Uh, that's uh, you know a feather in the cap Of basketball development
0: Here's a weird question And I want to get back to basketball in a second Because I do have a thought or two about that Do you think Because you and I were sort of kids in the 60s 70s for hockey Let me just tell Mark to stand by um, What do you think came first Where, or, or maybe I should know the answer to this There were a few Americans in the NHL Before Russians Wasn't there?
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just trying to think, like... uh, There must have been, because there were... There There was,
3: like, Robbie Fatorik, I
0: remember, and... um, Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were a few. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and in the NBA, when when the Raptors... Here was the the question I wanted to ask you. When Mm -hmm. the Raptors entered the league, whenever that was... 95. What do you think that number of Canadians... Were then, not nearly twenty six. Yeah, I'm like I was going to say, what, would Steve Nash have been in the league then in '95? I th- twenty five years ago, eh, probably because he's been retired yeah, for yeah. some years.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet you single digits easily back then.
0: That is pretty cool. Something mm-hmm. great
3: to you be. You know, in this area, like Brampton, uh, Southern Ontario has produced you know a lot of them, most of them. Which you can understand, very diverse, and a lot of you know kids gravitate to basketball before they do hockey, and yeah.
0: It's well, it's the evolution of a sport. Well, you and I were talking about this off the air. We're talking about how your grandson is, you know, playing hockey. Hockey's pretty expensive here in the GTA, and I'm I'm pretty sure across Canada. Whereas, if you have a basketball, and you can hang out with your buddies outside. Or even, you know, it's a lot cheaper. The barrier for entry is a lot, you know, easier to get into. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, look at here, everyone. For uh, many, many years, this gentleman has been uh, hanging out with us. And, you know, every time we talk to Mark, it's almost like, and I remember this going back years and years and years where we were talking to him once. And then the next time we talked to him, he was on CNN. Or something, you know And it it was almost like At first it was like this tech nerd Was going to be talking And all of a sudden this tech giant Who became bigger than all Yes, yes you are Kim thank Wolf. you, thank you Him and Wolf Blitzer Holiday together You
3: didn't know that? Oh yeah <laughs>
4: <A> Christmas special <laughs> That's
0: right uh, Please welcome back With uh, over 25 years of experience uh, He's a freelance journalist For more than 40 publications A 16 time author Personality on TV, a public speaker, and host of Gear Guide, which runs on uh, the Cineplex. In, that's another thing. He's in the Balls, movies. Yeah, he's in the movies. Everybody, let's say hi to Mark Saltzman.
4: Hey, good morning. We got to update that bio. Uh, yeah, I haven't done Cineplex since COVID, but
0: okay, that well, was a know, good
4: eleven-year run. That was fun,
0: dude. Do you, we're we're just talking about uh, when the Raptors entered the NBA? How many Canadians would have been on the team? Just for, for some context. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? When it was your first Humble and Fred uh, Appearance
4: um, not like the exact one, but it was definitely in the yeah, obviously in the '90s on uh, Edge 102, or maybe it was mm-hmm. even CFNY back then. No, it was, guys, it was the Edge
0: because I remember yeah,
4: it was, it was the edge, yeah, yeah, I remember coming on and meeting you in person. I was ner- like a little nervous because I listened to you every morning as well. Because so.
0: here's what I, I couldn't tell you the exact date, but I know the studio we were in, so it gives us a mm-hmm. time. It was on the it was on the 16th floor, <clears throat> excuse me, of Young and Dundas. So that would have been us between '96, seven, and eight.
4: Yeah, that's about right. Can I give you some... I'll give you some
0: context. Yes.
3: Mark's sister Uh, taught my children (laughs) in public school. Six degrees. So just think about that.
4: Well, I started my...
3: Yeah, Mel and Dan were in elementary school yeah, and his right, and it? we knew and we were and Mark was on the show then at yeah. the time because we would talk about
4: I'm yeah. sure you guys get this all the time and it's like I love it and it's also cringy where people come up to me and they're like I've been following you my whole life anything <laughs> right. kind of or yeah. I grew up what yeah I had a, a guy walk up to me uh, holding hands with his young son at Yorkdale and mm-hmm. he was like oh my god you know Mark Saltzman I'm a big fan I was I saw, so I stopped and chatted with him and he looked at it he knelt down to his son and he said I've been following you since I was your age, I was wow! Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> is know. it
0: is good and bad because it's it does. Good. It's it, good. It, it speaks to
4: yeah. how long
0: you've been doing this, and, yeah. uh, and and I sort of I wasn't joking when I said every time you, in the early days you used to come on, and you were just you were really entrepreneurial in your pursuit of this this industry that you were an early reporter on. Was this always a fascination for you technology? uh, Or was this sort of something that you were a journalist and you thought this was a niche for me?
4: Yeah. um, So more about the latter, but no. So I grew up uh, as I talked to your, toronto mike of course uh on his podcast about i was a drummer in a band i was a manager of a band called remedy and i thought that was going to be my life i um played up until the mid 90s we opened up for the tragically hip the Mm. goo 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 dolls opened up for us which was cool we played with the bare naked ladies our lady Peace, and we were starting to get somewhere uh but no i felt i wanted free video games So, I didn't grow up techie. I wanted free video games. I didn't want to pay $70 a pop. So, I realized that if I wrote about them, I would get them for free. So, I didn't go to journalism school. I did go to U of T for psych because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. I was hoping the band would pay off. And then, so, yeah, I just fell into it. And then when I realized that I'm not only going to get these free games but be paid to write about them, I'm like, ooh, you know, a little… Mm -hmm. entrepreneur entrepreneurial spark I guess went off um uh, went on and then um yeah that was it and then I just expanded out of just games to other kinds of tech and I expanded out of journalism to broadcast as well in fact my first radio uh show was on uh edge 102 I drove out to see Stuart Myers in in uh Brampton where Mm -hmm. CFNY was I guess and um and I sold him on this show called Mark's Web Watch, where I can tell the listeners about this new thing called The Web. That's right. Uh, so they put me on with Alan Cross every week. Um, I was a bill collector at the time by day. And uh, they gave me 10 minutes in a spare room to talk to Alan Cross live uh, every Monday. And then they gave me my own segment, um, which was great. And uh, And and that's where I was down at the 16th floor at Young Dundas at that time. So, yeah. So I'm fun. Not-
3: you know, I'm not surprised. I mean, just the legacy of that radio station. Again, edge, cutting
4: edge, you know, really. Yeah. Yeah. I First out of the gate there. with everything. No, say, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was fun explaining to Alan Cross what an MP3 was on the air. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I remember struggling with upload and download. Honestly, like mm-hmm. oh, great. the upload is like, yeah, and, the
0: <laughs> no, <exactly.
3: laughs> uh, and no,
4: exactly. That was just yesterday. No, it wasn't <laughs> that long ago. Well, the funny—I
0: was going to say—twelve years ago, we we just finished our twelfth year. Of producing a podcast, congratulations thank you very much uh, and it hearty, is quite. A, congrats it 's well you know when, not to toot our own horn, because you 're not supposed to when you 're Canadian, but there 's very few podcasts that predate us in fact, we ended up we did our very first podcast in two thousand and six, but in terms of uploading and, and and doing the show, he and I, these two old fellas, have been basically. Doing the tech on our show almost since day one. Mike helps so us long. a lot. But yeah. we're we're basically on our own. And as Fred said, we we we've said the sold the story before, but early on in the podcast years of Humple and Fred, we were doing something somewhere with some equipment. And I said to Fred, didn't we used to have people do this shit for us? But
4: <laughs> why are we yeah. doing it? All- but <laughs> but, yeah. but that
0: the, well, thing is the technology's change so much, Mark, in radio. I used to have a huge mixing board here, twenty channel radio broadcast board, and now the entire show is produced on this little tiny thing
4: yeah wow that's awesome and it sounds like broadcast quality it does it does indeed but it's that just goes to show you that even though the tech has scaled down over the years uh at the end of the day it's all about good content you know you could be talking into a a cup connected to a string if it's you two you're going to have an audience well
0: thank you sir we there appreciate that. Um,
4: no, but our radio
3: history and beginnings and where we've come from, luckily, part of our strategy, it had to sound good too. No, you no, know, of w- course. Of we course. were never going to make that compromise. But, you know, I, I say that because a lot of podcasts we hear don't care yeah. about that. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a bonus when you have it uh, No,
0: obviously yeah I remember part of your visits we used to look forward to because you you were very engaging and you, were, you, you got good really quickly for someone that that wasn't their background. You were just natural at it and you were able to roll with us. But the other thing we looked forward to is that oftentimes you would bring us little bits of technology and leave them for us. I think in fact, <laughs> you may have been the person because I had it around for years. You, you gave me like a Palm Pilot or like an
4: early that's yeah, possible It's possible. <laughs> Uh, yeah i used to write about the palm a lot yeah I, that's so funny what a small world and, I mean, and uh funny to remember that but that, that was like a sorry. big thing i, I didn't i idea. never
0: used it properly because i didn't really have shit to do with it but uh what
4: i remember the yeah. Gator app <laughs> just to tell you i know it's not politically correct today but it was fun oh, i for- tell you you, it was just you. like a little silly app on the Palm Pilot. It was fun. Anyway, no, oh, he
3: even gave me one of those. I remember and I'm holding it and thinking, "Wow, t- yeah." Why? What am I? I what what
0: is it, same this? with me. It's like we we have basically <laughs> one appointment a day. Show up at the ra- <laughs> yeah,
4: show up at the radio one, station. One calendar. We had one calendar,
0: calendar entry, um, and I think I gave it to one of my kids. But I, I want to get to the facts that we've gone from that, and of course, the explosion of smartphones and we all had the blackberries with the wheels on it and then they became different and then here we are now talking about the new iphones now i will tell you uh there was a fork in the road some years ago and i went down the android road yeah, which which i sense. love mm-hmm. um and everyone i know including him all everyone i know my family all has iphones the problem not the problem i wanted to ask you about the new iphone but i i the the price of them isn't that a barrier for entry for a lot of people? There are thousands of dollars now.
4: Yeah, so that's why a lot of people, um, even though it could cost you more, they pay it off uh, with the carrier in, in bits, right, over two years, like a contract. So they, they they fold in the cost of the service and the cost of the phone together to make it more palatable than a $2,000 purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've done the math. It used to be that if you bought it outright, it was a lot more affordable. You just had to cough up that kind of cash mm-hmm. and then pay, and if you want to pay it off on your credit card, which obviously is not great because of the interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I meant over time. But now it, the it's not that much low that much lower to to uh, buy it outright. So the carriers make it easier and then they want you to upgrade obviously that they you know they're incented to do that. So, yeah, it is uh in it it's an anomaly in fact. Canada and the US and 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 mostly the UK were the only sort of markets where iPhone is king. Like without question, it is the number one mobile device but in most markets around the world because they're a lot more affordable generally speaking, Android is number one. So it's we think here, oh, iPhone is number one, but it's not the case in, in other parts of, of the world where you can get a $75 Android phone that does some of what iPhone can do, but obviously not as quite as well. But we're a wealthy country, generally speaking, right? And why? You know, most technology,
3: like televisions and smart speakers, they actually tend to go down in price as they become more mm-hmm. popular. Why is the iPhone? Um, is it because they're tied in with a lot of the... Um, You know, the phone companies as far as and paying over time that they're almost hiding the cost or I don't get it. Like, why why do they keep going up in price as opposed to down or flattening? Because that's the history of technology.
4: Well, I know what you mean, because over time it becomes democratized and and, uh, economies of scale. You would think that when you create hundreds of millions of phones. Mm-hmm. And, and that does happen but b- the first answer is that because apple doesn't have to drop the price mm-hmm. people are gonna people are gonna buy it mm-hmm. whether whether it's fifteen hundred dollars two thousand dollars or even a thousand dollars they're gonna buy it uh, they did try the iphone se which is like a special like you know more standard edition or special edition which is le- some of the fewer bells and whistles but it didn't really sell that well similarly the iphone mini costs a little less and people didn't they they want the yeah so that's number 1 number 2 yeah they they could they they can't they are also innovating and adding better optics and they're adding a, a faster processor and other things that do cost more money year after year and they try to keep the price they know they can't go up there yeah. and and they don't need to frankly I like iPhone, and I, after being on Android for fifteen years, I wanted to change. I've always had an iPhone if I needed to review an iPhone app, but I, my go-to was Android, Samsung. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I made the switch last year just for a change. Um, and and it, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. I still like the cameras better
0: on, on Samsung. Well, that's what I was going to show you. I but, just got a new. I got a new Android. This is less than a year old. This is the sr twenty two. It's not two thousand dollars, but it's a thousand dollars at least. Yeah, and. I don't know, I'm, again, everyone in my family has iPhones and they all make fun of me. But... Uh,
4: and they have to create a WhatsApp group because you're not on... Yeah, exactly, I have to be, I I'm i on the family
0: WhatsApp group because <laughs> no one right. can get a hold of you're me. the I'm, only one, right? I'm the only one, but I... I and I mean, this my, it's going to sound naive, but I can't imagine what I'm missing out from this. This is a fancy, fancy... This is faster than any computer I had years yeah. ago. I mean, what would, what would I be gaining or losing?
4: I think the biggest thing for me with iPhone is that if you have other Apple devices, everything seamlessly works with one another. Uh, With Android, it's a bit not – it's disjointed. So, like, you know, with – you know, airdrop, like if I was near Fred, I can send him a, a photo or a video that's a huge file just by sending it to him wirelessly between mm-hmm. us two because we're on the same device um, or I can share with him my Wi-Fi password or whatever just very quickly or whatever um, and same if you've got an iPad or a Mac, everything just you know, like when my phone rings uh, on my iPhone, my iPad can ring and I'll answer it. There's workarounds for Android but it's not as graceful. Okay. So I think that's where Apple nails it is the interface. But other than that, look, I mean, if you, you get used to what you get used to, it's like people say to me, well, I've got a 60 inch TV now. Do I need an 80 inch? I am like, "Well, <laughs> I know need is that's a funny right. word, but you're, you're going to get used to and appreciate what you have. You're not going to look at things side by side and go, wow, well, that's the clear better. You know, you're yeah, going yeah. to be fine with what you've got.
3: The TV thing is fascinating because a lot of people don't realize a TV can actually be too big for a room. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's like i want an 80 inch TV in this little tiny room. Well, it's it doesn't it really doesn't work. That's you're not actually getting the best
4: experience now. Yeah, yeah. But and bigger it also is better. On how far mm-hmm. you sit back? There's a bunch yeah, of variables. Yeah. And, you know. and
0: and you're right, Mark. Like I have a Mac. And uh, I guess it would be more, you know, congruous, congruous, whatever.
4: Yeah, you can you can do right text messages on your Mac.
0: Right. But but I don't for the amount of time it would take me just to, you know, WhatsApp you a picture. Let's talk about I do. I am fascinated by the smart home technology. A lot Hmm. of people, you know, 10 years ago wouldn't have had this conversation and be able to control things in your home. So where are we at as far as that goes?
4: Yeah, so the good news there is that you don't need to break the bank to have some uh, tech that either protects you or gives you some conveniences or saves you money or all three. Um, And you don't have to go with all Google or all Amazon Alexa or all Apple or whatever. the, the The good news is that it all plays together. So you can get, for example a smart deadbolt for the outside of your home where you don't need a physical key anymore unless you, they all take them as a backup, but you can use your phone to get in. So that adds convenience and there's security. All the comings and goings are time stamped, um, And uh, you can email someone like if Fred's like, hey, Mark, I'm by your place. Can I use your bathroom? And I'm not there. I can just email him or text him an e-key. Does that sound familiar? No, I was going
0: to say that can happen, <laughs> but only if he's eating pho.
4: It mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my dad i've been peeing all afternoon i'm like well why would you have that gallon of faux lunch uh so <laughs> it's like so i can email you a, a temporary code that will grant you access to my home right. for an hour for example and then stop working so there's lots of conveniences and all that but that for example that's uh, a company called Schlage. i've been talking about this week mm-hmm. on tv that will work with a samsung smart things app which works with the you know ring video doorbell from amazon where you can see who's coming and it's on your tv even if it's uh, not an amazon uh, powered tv so that's the good thing about smart tech is that they all work together your thermostat can be a google one you know so the idea is that look we all pay through the nose at least here in ontario for power for electricity for hydro you can set your smart washing machine to only run during off-peak hours you know, uh, or be notified if someone left the fridge door open. So there's a lot of like money saving conveniences. Water damage is the number one home insurance claim. So you can put little inexpensive sensors around your home that will notify you like $70 that will notify you if it detects moisture and push a notification to your app or tell you on your smart speaker, there's a leak in the basement to minimize damage. So you can act on it quickly or Connect something to the outside of your home to your water supply uh, mm-hmm. that will automatically shut off the valve if it detects detects a problem like a frozen pipe, a leaked pipe, someone wow. left the faucet running. That's f- uh, from Moen called Flow, F L O. It turns it off like um and then pushes a notification to you. So I like all that kind of stuff. You know the
3: uh the thermostat the nest i mean that's the greatest thing ever Mm -hmm. it used to be in the summer you know i'd go up north for the weekend or a week you'd leave the air conditioning on because you didn't want the house to be hot when you got home and it's just so cool now just to be able to access that at any time just before you just before you leave to come home you set the air conditioning on you know very economical but i'll tell you has worked for me in many different ways at Costco a little box of these smart plugs. Yeah. Yeah. For twenty
4: bucks. They're awesome. I mean, it's-
3: so They're fantastic as far as turning the lights on and off when mm-hmm. you're not here, making it look like there's somebody home. Mm-hmm. Just the way you can program right. them, you can have them come on like for five minutes and go off and an hour later, come on for six minutes and go off. Yeah. So it gives the, you know, gives the impression that somebody's
0: home. Like if somebody's yeah. taking out your castle there in Brampton, they'll be like, wait a second, Fred's, that's there, right. uh, Fred's obviously had a nap. He's turned the lights <laughs> off. Oh, Fred's but awake I mean, now. Not
3: a lot of people can afford all that stuff. But I mean, the, no, it's a great very, point. It's yeah. a, it's a very basic but very handy. Well, more yes. affordable
0: now than it's ever been and more mm-hmm. and easier to, uh, for an average person to figure out how to use it than it's ever yeah. been
4: yeah smart plugs are great for turning any device into a smart one you can plug mm-hmm. a lamp into it and then now on your app or using your voice on a 30 dollars smart speaker you can like fred said you can turn it on or off or um set a schedule um to come on or off at a certain time um you know so th- that's convenient and, and that can, even your coffee maker you have like a 50 dollars coffee maker from walmart mm-hmm. like a, dri- a drip one or whatever or even you know whatever any other kind plug it into the wall into the plug first now on the app you can set it to um Go, uh, you know, to, to make a cup of coffee for you or a pot of coffee when you wake up or on, you wake up, reach for your phone and set it. Mm. And you're still in bed for the coffee maker to start dripping. So that's great. And yeah, they're like 20 bucks or, or a pack of three for 40, 50 something. So, oh, I got four twenty, 20 yeah. for 20 bucks at Costco.
3: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, great
4: price. Um, the old Kosky.
3: You know, it's been said recently, and it's quite alarming. They say, you know, um, AI could be the end of the world. I mean, where are you with the whole artificial intelligence? Are you already, are
0: you already sponsored by AI? Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's right. This isn't even Mark. This is uh, an AI generated this, I, I like both I'm Mark and
0: AI Mark, both of them very <laughs> nice people.
4: Uh, I'm a little bit more optimistic about the benefits of AI, um, not just because I'm a techie, but I've read like, and, you know, obviously you think like I'm going to promote new technology. No, I, I've i I've read a lot about this. And yeah, there are some very smart people who are a little concerned. I think it's human nature. We We get very upset about new technology and then the dust settles and we find how to just integrate it into our daily lives. I mean... Go back to, I don't know, the horse and buggy being replaced by a car. That freaked out a lot of people. There was, you know, uh, there was protests and all that. People lost jobs. I get it. Um you know, and and then, you know, the Internet, that was the end of the world. If you remember in the 90s, it was like, sure. OK, now people have access to information on how to build a bomb or, you know, uh, and all that. kind. Of, we just learn how to live with it. Right. And then same with AI, it'll be integrated and automation will start. Like I was at Amazon last week and I saw robots working alongside humans in their fulfillment centers. So, you know, it's like obviously a lot of the comments were, oh, great they're coming for our jobs right um so it, it's natural to be concerned and there should be some safeguards in place to make sure ai doesn't get too intelligent <laughs> too sentient well the, the but, uh, and, it's, it's, there will be those Yeah, situations. i
0: get your example about the horse and buggy and the car but the car never turned into arnold schwarzenegger and the terminator <laughs> um <laughs> let me ask uh because we've talked about the home tech is there some apps that you're you recommending to people before we let you go? There's some things that maybe we should be on yeah. the lookout for. Uh,
4: I mentioned that SmartThings app. I think that's it's a it's a good app for not just Samsung devices, but it works with several others. Okay. If you're a, an Apple user, then you know you've got that already baked into your phone. There isn't any like one you know. Oh, there. This is the new must-have app for okay. you know late 2023. Um, the app scene kind of died down a little. There isn't anything that's like super engaging. But, you know, it's more evolutionary than revolutionary. I mean, I I think the biggest thing right now in, in Canada, people love food delivery apps. It's not earth shattering. Mm-hmm. But how convenient is it that you feel like a burger? And it's like, there you go. Well, and, and
0: I don't know how old your <laughs> kids are. You're, my kids are their 20s, both 25 and just turned 29 yesterday. The things that they order, one-offs, it just blows my mind. Yeah. You know, My older daughter uh, works in Manhattan part of the time. And here in Toronto, like, like they, they will f- would, uh, get Uber Eats a, a coffee.
4: Yeah, like right. it's unbelievable or, or weed or, well we can, absolutely we can do that now uh, yeah um
0: before we let you go I have, there's another question for you and again yeah. is i don't want to put you on the spot because it's okay obviously you have a job as a journalist now you have you work for various companies as a reporter and as a commentator do companies uh, do tech companies approach you and say mark we'd like to uh, pay you to promote this product
4: yeah yeah so for the last several years if or almost two decades, I've had partnerships with brands whereby right. I just have to handle it very delicately because I'm still a journalist. I don't call myself a reporter by the way i'm I'm a journalist. I write my opinion in art you know, in articles. I just separate that from any sort of brand ambassadorship or thing. And there's a way to do it and 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 I just can't write about the brands that are paying me to promote mm-hmm. them in a gratuitous way if, it, if it's part of even their competitors they understand all that so yeah i mean i i do that yeah
0: but i would have no problem with it and i say this because in the world that we're transparent but, but yeah, yeah because you, yeah. you're no difference no different than an uh a tiktok influencer or an instagram influencer i mean in a way i mean yeah. why wouldn't about
4: 30 years difference but
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but but it's because now we're so used to that it. Uh, I don't think there's anything yeah, untoward. Yeah. Although, as you say, as long as people know that somebody has given you a, you know, some do And, and talk my about editors it.
4: follow me on social media, and they know when I when I plug brands who sponsor my radio show or podcast or who I work with in another medium. They they get it. They just don't want to see it in the articles that. They're paying me for. And I I have to keep my nose clean. I don't want to ruin everything I've built for 30 years okay, because man. of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. And I'm sure you guys wrestle with that as well. Oh, no, no, we have, no. We, no. we sponsor.
0: There's no wrestling. People give us money. We
4: totally... Yeah. Promote them. We don't care friend, what it is. My, I think people would be surprised how much I turn down a lot. Like I, I'm fortunate that I'm, I've got some great brands uh, aligned with right. my name, and but I turn down a lot. My friends are like, "You what? How much did you turn down?" I'm like, "Well, no, no. If I don't believe it. I've got some. I've got you know. I got, I don't want to scrub myself in a hot shower at the end of the day. And we we I got, we don't. I by got the got way, genuinely like if, like, if, the if somebody
0: <laughs> uh, if you turn someone down, give them to us because we we <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, care. So, we have no right. trouble. <laughs> we don't scrub. Our solves it all <laughs> right. uh, mark saltzman everybody thank uh, you for having me on guys. oh my gosh yeah. what a great you gotta appearance. do it more often my friend uh-
4: Thank you. Have a great day. All the best.
0: Uh, where do people uh, find out more about you if they want to follow you, they, all the social areas? Uh...
4: Yeah, so it's Mark with a C, uh, Saltzman. Uh, I'm on, yeah, X. I'm on Twitter, Threads, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and okay, so on. Man. Or if they just want to email me, they can go to marksaltzman.com if they're not a fan of the socials. And if they have a tech question, hit me up. Be happy to help.
0: Always appreciate you, my friend. Stay well.
3: Me
4: too. Yeah. Stay you too. strong, You're my
0: welcome. brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank
4: Thank you. Take
0: care. Thanks, Fred. Okay, pal. Um. See you, Mark. Just let yourself go. You know, Howard. Yes.
3: You know, we talk about these technologies, the good, the bad, you know, social media, good things, bad things. When it comes to artificial intelligence, reading a very uh, disturbing report just yesterday, Child pornography, kitty porn, can be developed now through AI, where children are not actually being abused. It's being generated. It looks like actual video or whatever you want to call it. Right. So these creeps can artificially and through an artificial intelligence create this stuff and sell it to those who want it, which is bad. <laughs> but the fact that they you don't actually have to abuse a child is good, you know? How weird that
0: yeah, I, I that's the first thing I thought of was, okay... Yeah. Weirdly, that's probably... Well, not probably. It would be infinitely better than, you know, children being involved. Um,
3: like, it's... And on the flip side, I also read this morning that through artificial intelligence... The government of uh, Alberta and some AI company are developing something through artificial intelligence where they will be able to detect wildfires before they even happen. So there you go. That's, I mean, fantastic.
0: Well, there's lots, right? of, there's lots of good to be had. I read an article my own self about these uh, two of the three. They call them the godfathers of AI. And I'm not smart enough to remember their names. But these are the smart people behind the development of this technology. Two of the three of them are actually worried and believe it will be detrimental to humanity, i.e. the Terminator. But I Mm -hmm. think what Mark said is very apt in terms of there will be a a dust clearing. It'll all all shake out at some point where the hysteria around it will settle down as we find ways to use it that are both good and and in that other example you gave, kind of odd. Uh, Before we get to, go ahead.
3: No I'm just saying it's all up to mankind is isn't it like we just hope that you know decency prevails,
0: that's all. Yeah, speaking of decency, the retirement Sherpa is standing by, but we've got a little time before to uh, mention some other fine supporters of this program.
3: Hey, I mentioned the Raptors and the Minnesota Timberwolves at uh, the Bank Arena tonight. It's the home, home opener for the Raptors, season opener for the Timberwolves. Pretty much a toss-up. Hey, eh? Minnesota, minus one on the points. Raptors, you got to spend uh, minus 105 stand. on them. Okay, for a victory. And uh, the over-under is 222.5 points, okay? Whether you're a sports bettor, a horse racing fan, a poker casino player, Bodog, your number one source of online gambling entertainment. Uh, From their industry-leading odds, world-class sportsbook, and feature-rich poker room to their fully-loaded casino and racebook, they've been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience since 1994.
0: The number of items that contain boron in homes is surprising. Let me surprise you. Or, as the Spanish say, sorprendido. Uh, roofing materials, wallboard, paint, fiberglass, insulation, and cellulose insulation all contain boron. Did you know that? When used as a treatment for construction materials such as wood, plastic, bricks, pipes, and wires, boron helps to protect from mold, fungus, and insects. It's found in ceramic tiles on your floors and porcelain enamel used in your sink, refrigerators, pots, and pans. Am I getting through to you? Do you understand that boron is everywhere uh, and you can be part of its development? What isn't everywhere is commercial boron mining uh, things, (laughs) projects, sorry, around the world. And boron one has uh, gotten through the, uh, you know, the one in a thousand junior mining companies that ever get to this point. So have the Sherpa or your Sherpa have a look at this company. Again, making no claims about you know, stocks or growth in a company. But do, hey, they support us. Transparency. Uh, so we are advising you or not advising you. We're just suggesting you have a look at the company. Is that what I, That's okay to say, right?
3: Don't be a moron. Invest in Boron.
0: Thank you. I was hoping you'd say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Boron1.com. Don't... Tell you this guy's no moron. Look at him! Look at him! Getting himself ready there in front of the uh, Sherpa mics in the Sherpa studio. For uh, many years, a an advisor, a counselor, a friend of this program, and a supporter of Humble and Fred Radio, and vice versa. Please say hi to the retirement sherba
1: hello sir good, good morning there gentlemen uh last time in the ontario studio for uh, for a little while today uh when are you taking off uh we're hitting uh, windsor on a friday i uh, have to take my beloved mother-in-law's ashes to the crypt. she passed this summer uh that mm-hmm. they've got there in windsor and then uh the big mean american government won't let us cross over till uh saturday anyhow for the number of days we got oh that's right you gotta you time so you're are you going down for the full 180 oh yeah we we uh pretty well average that sure we do as much as we properly can for sure nice yeah nice life Mm -hmm. and deservedly so yeah. Oh. Well, me? if the Absolutely. Sherpa can't kind of get his act together, who the heck can there, Fred? Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, exactly.
1: Um, now, and, if I could uh, only golf a little bit better, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm very disappointed listening to Mark. Always great to hear him, but unlike him, the Goo Goo Dolls never opened up for me. So that's one thing on the bucket list that won't happen. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's. Cr- I didn't even. You know what's funny? We've had him on our show, Timmy, for years. And maybe he's told us that before, that he was involved in the music industry, but I'd forgotten. Uh, it at RaymondJames.ca is how you get a hold of Tim. You know, I was just talking about the investment in Boron One. There's so many things out there that it's, it's hard to do it on your own. That's why we have the retirement Sherpa. And what a great question you ask in our notes this week. Will you outlive your retirement dollars? Which I think is... A lot of people wonder, first of all, will I have enough to retire? But that's 1A. Will you outlive your retirement money?
1: Yeah, it's kind of an important question, right? And and so there's really two main parts to me about the outlive part. It, it's just plain life expectancy, of course. Uh, but it's also kind of active life expectancy as well, right? Back to your aging with energy, uh, stuff. Uh, how long will you be able to kind of enjoy the things you want to enjoy? And will you have the resources, uh, to do that as well? It's. Obviously super important. And, and what triggered me thinking about it, I get inundated with info all the time. Uh, wisdom sold separately, but there's lots of information. And yeah, it was just a survey that said all around the world, Canada included, uh, and especially for women, right? With a longer life expectancy on average, uh, many Canadians will definitely outlive their uh, retirement savings. And what of
3: it? Like, well, that? that's not good obviously no so so if someone's in a position now where we can look and say listen where i'm at i'm going to outlive it by 10 years what what really what are the options
1: well the the first step is certainly to know right to quantify it to some uh degree at least I, i always feel through life you know no matter what it is uncertainty is the killer if you know something then you can do something about it right you can act about it so <laughs> what do you do the first thing is you got to know that's reality and then what can you do to change reality and and little steps can make a big difference of course right so uh, i mentioned it at the end of the email but uh, this saying always really sticks with me and i i saw it again yesterday in a different form Uh, too but in essence it's so true you know the hard way is the easy way and the easy way is the hard way Mm -hmm. right so uh, by that we could extrapolate if the easy way is like not paying attention not changing your actions not knowing just sticking your head in the sand. okay that's easy today Mm -hmm. it gets pretty hard tomorrow as a result yeah you know, there was a, and, and two, the, one of your points you make is
0: basically, you know, when did you last revisit your retirement plan? Have, have you, you know, and, and one of the things I heard, maybe it was during golf, I saw some stat that said the average couple in North America spends less than four hours a year discussing their financial situation, because for most people... It is the hard way. It's the easy way not to discuss it, but when it comes to it, it's, it's uh, uncomfortable for couples and it's uncomfortable for people because it may not produce the answers
1: that they want. Well, and it, you know, it only hurts for a minute, and and then, like, I find this stuff super fascinating, and try to relay that to uh, to people. But it, it is really, really interesting. It's a great life skill, obviously, uh, but there's just lots of real life and and emotion and logic and, and business and longevity and 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 all rolled into this subject. I, I mean. Really, we should hopefully be able to find it somewhat interesting to look at and think about. And, hey, uh, a lot of times you feel better, of course, by actually putting some energy in that that area.
3: And it's another reason why someone needs someone like you. I mean, obviously, to get that conversation going, to actually show them that things are possible and it's not hopeless and... (laughs) And another thing, you know, it hasn't been the best year on the on the markets and everything. Someone like you to explain, it's not just this past year. What matters is, you know, a five-year picture, a 10-year picture, so relax. You know, because maybe people that aren't involved in investments right now go, oh, look at the stock market, it's horrible. Why would I do that? Well, there's well, a lot more to it than that. Correct?
1: Absolutely. Uh, definitely time in the market, as the saying goes, mm-hmm. not timing uh, the market I, I was just saying to a client the other day you know like arguably we we do a better job during years like this for people if you can make them six percent in a tough year sometimes that's harder to do than making them 16 percent in a rocking right. and rolling easy year right so it's it's all relative we'll we'll have our day again it's still been a a choppy profitable year as we thought it was going to be but you know that ties into probably time to revisit the uh, the plan because yeah the last uh, couple of years have been lower than expected right 2021 right. probably higher than expected uh the landscapes change as your job change is your inheritance expectation Do you want to tap into your home uh, equity all, all these things matter and if they change uh you should keep an eye on things and
0: you've been keeping an eye on things for a lot of humble and friend listeners for a lot of years and as we always say, uh, hey, Tim's open to just have a look at your stuff. If it's a second opinion you want now that you've heard him on our program, he's a trusted, humble and Fred uh, supporter and uh, friend. Uh, give him a shout. You know, you don't have to change, but at least maybe have another set of eyes on what you're doing, and make sure you don't outlive your money. Tim at RaymondJames.ca is how you get a hold of him. And Tim, of course, a proud sponsor of the Aging with Energy show. Which, by the way timothy new episodes starting new this week new season <laughs>
1: <laughs> hurry up i need something to listen to on my drive down to florida let's go boy
0: well we will okay. release episode one of season two will be out on this friday uh safe oh. safe safe travels my brother and always great uh hanging with you last week i really enjoyed it
1: so that was a blast that was absolutely awesome I, I just want to share one last quickie if i could please yes of course yes. Uh, yesterday I met with a new client from the radio show, kind of follows the same pattern as often, just fantastic person, uh, great energy, met for coffee downtown Oakville, Jay and I did, and, and he gets it at some point in time I'll be slowing down and Jay will be further speeding up and he's more than okay with that and very happy with that and... Uh, Just a great guy. He's near in retirement. Just really feels so good that, A, he did something about it. And, B, he's got us on his side now, right? So it was just very gratifying. It it was a really nice way to start our day off. It's the circle of life, Timothy. It's it's all working out. Love. Uh, We appreciate
0: it, man. Hey, and uh, I'm I'm sure we'll be in touch. I do want to let you know one programming note. Uh, Howard is on his way to uh, see Signora. And uh, so there will be no uh, program next Wednesday, uh, but uh, we will con- we
1: will continue humble and Fred program programming the following week. I am on it, your boy Mike, and uh, and I'll let me know about that. And we'll be sifting through our grandson's Halloween candy next Wednesday. Nice, now, so. good for you, my mm-hmm. friend. Stay well and healthy, and uh, safe travels to you and Lorna. And
0: thanks again, my buddy. Thanks, guys. Enjoying profit. There he See is. you, Tim retirement Sherpa well there's Dan Duran over below. Ooh, I'm back around. where's Lisa what's she doing uh, she's gone out there's a
2: program called po- uh, porch pirates in uh, Peterborough We're porch oh, pirates right. to what benefit the food bank so you you basically leave food on your porch and people come around to uh, to pick up the uh, the food that's on the porch in a, in a bag or something mm. like that. And so she uh, she's uh, volunteered and had me help out with this, and uh, she's flying the neighborhood. Oh,
3: do you uh, do you ever steal the ramen noodles? They're good. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, people aren't going
0: to miss that stuff. You know? mm, that's right.
3: You know, you're not going to miss what you don't see. So grab. Mm.
0: You know, I wish they do that here. I'd have something to eat for dinner. <laughs> Uh, Dan, you and Lisa are just constantly. You're like the do good couple. You're always doing well and good. Theater Guild, porch pirating. <laughs> well, we try. Well, you gotta get back. Do. You
2: know, I'm sure you guys do your own. Oh, yeah, you know, a little our bit, own bit for sure. society, and uh, I, did think, I do things. I well, do. You used do to you? be a well. Howard used to be uh, on the board of directors for the Young. Uh,
3: yeah, oh yes, games right? Six years so of that
0: organization. Were you
3: forced into that
0: though? Yes. <laughs> I was. I don't. I was forced, but I did. But you know what? In the, I was forced to do it, and then in the end, I enjoyed it. Fred, you should try it. Give oh, back I'm sure to others. You did. Yeah. Give back to others is Dan yeah. and I give unto you. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Fred? What are you doing for society? He does so much, Dan. I don't. I know. I'm. Listen,
3: all, all we do is usually at Christmas a bag of mm-hmm. toys and take it over to the fire
0: hall. Bag of hammers.
3: You know, we, you talk a big game. Oh, yes. Well, when we retire, we'll get involved. You know, we'll work at a food bank or we'll drive old people around. But wait a minute.
0: You are an old person.
3: So <laughs> well, you uh, do. Maybe someone <laughs> drive
0: me around. <laughs> someone needs to drive you around. Hey, before we get to Dan Duran's news today, I would like to uh, acknowledge that tomorrow is a uh, email program. Dan will give you the address at the end of the program. But, you know, it's Humble and Fred at Humble and Fred at Arizona. Um... And of course, it's brought to us by our good friends at Palma Pasta.
1: When the moon hits
0: I uh, talked to Charlie last night for her birthday dinner, and uh, she was telling, uh, the, Charlie and Spencer were telling Randy about the little party they put on. And again. Mentioned How good the lasagna was from Palma Pasta So it's hipster endorsed people Four locations, one in Oakville, three in Mississauga And of course the signature store is Palma's Kitchen They bring you the email show and what also they do Because they're so confident that if you try it You'll go back time and time again Tomorrow we're giving away a $100 gift card from Palma Pasta For you to try the place out You wanted to say something there?
3: Yeah, my uh, brother-in-law, Clyde, and his wife, Imelda, are coming pasta. over today, and they had asked about palma pasta. They live in Cambridge, and it's quite a trek, and they were asking, you know, is it worth the drive? I said, of course. But anyway, they're coming over today, and Delise and I went to palma pasta, and that's what we will be serving today. A little cannelloni, a little lasagna, some of the focaccia bread, uh, uh, some olives we bought there, a tiramisu.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's good.
0: I've, I've, when you were... <laughs> What? No, I just. I just <laughs> so dumb. I'm gonna walk up to you and grab your nutsack and go, forgotcha. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> no, you're gonna grab my strapless. <laughs> strapless, exactly. <laughs> anyway, make if you can't make it out there to Palma Pasta, you can order online. There's catering services throughout the GTA at PalmaPasta.com. Hey Dan, you ready for
1: it? <clears throat> Palma, uh, ready for for what? For what my big about my big tagline.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Here we okay, go. Here we go. Sorry. Palma pasta. Italian tradition. Simply delicious. Hi, a little bit too much pausing there. I think a little more. Yeah. Why don't you, pause. Like why don't this, you know? pause this? <laughs> that, was yeah. that for juvenile. Hey, Dan, pause this.
1: Uh,
2: Daniel. Yes. Uh, you know, when you were talking to Mark Saltzman there. Yes, I do It occurred that. to me, because uh, he's a tech, I, was, I wish I uh, had a chance to ask him a question like this. You guys were talking about podcasts. <clears throat> Recently, while listening to certain podcasts, there has been, and it was an American podcast. So somehow they've profiled me in a weird way because I was getting commercials at the beginning of the podcast in either Mandarin or Cantonese.
0: I'm sorry. Your why? your commercials were being. Your, it was your voice in Cantonese. No, 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 no. It was. Uh, I, I, I was listening to a podcast
2: that came out of the United States. So, but and I I heard .dot ca in the uh, in the the message. But the, but it started with a commercial message at the very beginning of the podcast that was in a different language, and I have no idea the, how they profiled me to think that I'm.
0: Oh, they. Oh, I see what uh, you mean. Like they they. Pushed a, a commercial on you, but it was in Mandarin or or, or some other yeah. Or, or Cantonese. Cantonese uh, yeah, and what? yeah.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. Well, I'm no, their the question here.
2: is the, i trying to. Th- there's only one uh, uh, Japanese or a uh, 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 Chinese connection, Asian, South Asian. I can only think that I remember I was doing that Reno with uh, with Stella.
0: Oh. Uh, Stella and, and Cecile, in ter- and and, oh, and maybe they so heard maybe Asian. Yeah, they heard they heard the language, and then somehow concluded that yeah, but, you in fact were Asian.
2: Yeah, how? What? What was it mm. that that, mm, happened, that made that happen? What was the? the or the,
0: uh, or maybe they know you're racist and hate Asians, so they were pushing that onto. <laughs> so you would right. be right. So I would be uh, angry.
3: No. But when you were working at her place, if you used her internet for your maybe some communication, it got it that, that way. way, right? That's
0: possible. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see. I, well, yeah, that is. Know. I, you know I, what that I is? See. That's not. That's not interesting. That's fascinating.
2: Hmm.
0: Anyway. Well, it's very cool then. Uh, here's uh, it's, here's your song. Okay.
1: Now here's to a fella named Andoran, a hell of a guy with a hella big wang, the quintessential anger man, his voice is nice and low. Dan Duran, the anchorman comes says for credentials, he has none Can't tell a headline from his bum But his voice is nice and low, nice and low. Dan Duran, the anchorman's here He's prone to falling off his chair But he's got a big wang, so he don't care And his voice is nice and
0: low, nice and low. My voice is nice and low And now live from the matrimonial home Of Dan and Lisa Where they are... In between boinking each other, doing good for others, here's Movie Anchorman and a part of the Dan Durants. uh, uh, It's Dan Durant. Some thieves think the best money
2: heist is to steal a tractor trailer load of unmarked dimes. And now they're under arrest. Now, this actually happened in April, but they have finally uh, caught up with the thieves uh, and this is what happened. They left uh, thousands of dimes scattered across the roadway, shimmering in the sun. They made their escape. This is what they were doing. They were uh, at rest stops where a tractor trailer load trans- you know, going through uh, it's, uh, Pennsylvania, I think, uh, Philadelphia, actually. Uh, they parked in an area in parking lots overnights and the drivers were resting. They allegedly hauled the drivers out of the trucks, sometimes by force, before opening the back of the trailer with bolt cutters. Now, they did this with all kinds of different things, Mm. like uh, crab legs and uh, whatever it was, and then they marketed it. So they didn't necessarily know what the load was going to be. Mm. They came equipped with a white box trailer uh, or a truck. They'd back it up. And then uh, in this case, they just, uh, the tractor trailer load had a, a load of about 750,000 dimes, dollars worth of dimes. Mm. Uh, they could only steal about 234,000 because, you know, dimes are heavy. <laughs> They're heavy as shit, and, man. And it was a box truck. It a, they, they took as many as they possibly could. And then they uh, to launder it, I guess they they went to... This would take a long time to do, you'd think, but they went to uh, coin machines. Mm. Mm. You know those coin machines. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What else are you gonna did do? Did that, and uh, they also tried it through uh, depositing the dimes at four
0: different Philadelphia banks. Did they hurt these drivers, or just so that the drivers didn't give a shit? Or they like they take them like out of the trucks at gunpoint, or? Uh, By force, yes.
2: But they didn't end up hurting... They didn't kill anybody or anything like that. They just wanted to uh, disable them. And, yeah.
3: That's what I thought. Like, the whole laundering aspect of it. Like, oh, my God. Like, who could be bothered? It's tedious. Dimes.
2: (laughs) If I'm a thief, I open the door and go... Yeah, no, this isn't for us. <laughs> no,
0: exactly. <laughs> done, sorry, for us. We've got no time for this. And,
3: you, you know, you mentioned those coin machines, you know, a lot of grocery stores had them where you would dump the coins in and it would count and take 10 or 11%. It was outrageous what they wanted. Yeah, it's outrageous. You, you don't see those no. around anymore either. It's... <laughs> You know, I mean, the whole. I when I get change the other day, for some reason, I paid at Horton's. I was getting something for Johnny Slapshot. And I paid with cash. All of a sudden, I have these coins in my hand. No, it's yeah. like, what, what, what do I do with this? Stuff?
0: Well, you know what I do with them because I'm, you know, I care and I live in the city. Anytime I get cash of any kinds, mm-hmm. change. I had a couple of toonies for some reason. I put them in the uh, in between on my car, and if I'm out and about like I was last night, and a homeless, or I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do they call what's the proper term house less no uh yeah house challenged person uh I give them that it's like great here you have it because it's just i don't i don't want to keep it in my pockets.
3: No, um, on that point, here's what I did for some homeless people now that I think about it. You know, at off-ramps here in Brampton, often there'll be homeless people there with a sign and a green garbage bag with their belongings and everything into it, and they often look quite tattered. So last week, I pulled up and offered to sell a green garbage bag to one of these people. It's
0: fantastic.
3: Yeah, (laughs) and uh, they (laughs) just happened to have some (laughs) change to buy it. So your your thoughts
0: was the garbage bag looks tattered here. What will you yeah. give me for a good one? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, basically. That, that's the difference. That was, it helped them. It, you're, I love your plan. Sell bags to the homeless. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You really, you know what? Don't you sell yourself short. You do so much for so many. Uh, um, I know. All right. To, <laughs> tomorrow. <Yeah. laughs> tomorrow on the show, it's just emails and Dan and everybody will just be gathering around. And uh, to, we've got so many emails. There might I might do an entire category. Just on holes in one. Because Earl's, a bunch of people weighed in with different holes in one stories. So might, we might do that. There's, of course, uh, all kinds of feedback on the program, and, and we do appreciate it. Thanks to Mark Saltzman. Thanks to Dan Duran. And thanks to you for making this program worthwhile.
2: This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by The Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Boron One, EVNet.ca, Palma Pasta, and the return of two great sponsors, Bodog and Kelsey's. For contests and comments, we read all of our emails, as Howard just mentioned, Humble and Fred at HumbleandFredradio.com, Humble and Fred at HumbleandFredradio.com. Tell your friends, subscribe to the podcast. You know, sharing it also helps. End the podcast to someone you know. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. The two That's grandpas the just lost focus, so From they've the gone off. <laughs> it's not of you, know. <laughs> you notice Let's that? We just checked
0: out. We're like, is he still talking?
4: <laughs> like
2: so we want you to go out there and enjoy every goddamn damn day.
0: Just clap your hands. Just clap your hands. Where's that?